to those cocktails got me real crunk. They, oh my god! <laughs> Someone put that on a t-shirt. Yeah, that was like good. Um, hey yes. guys, how are you? Hope you're well. Hope you enjoyed our Wednesday app. If you listened, if you listen to every single app, you are literally our favorite person in the world, and we love you so much. And we love all your support. Um, so thank you so much for listening every week. And I know there's so much to you know keep up with all the time, but we, we do. Love it. We do have a lot of people that like I know a lot of people have said to us, you know, and me personally that they listen every week, which is awesome. And it's you know obviously the two of us here working on this, so it can be hard for us to think of new ideas. Um, so honestly. Give us your advice, give us your questions, give us whatever you got, anything that you want us to talk about that we haven't yet so far, um, let us know. Literally. Because we want to we wanna discuss everything you guys want us to talk about. So if there's anything, we are very active on the DMs. We are. We got some absolute pearlers of some questions today, guys, so <laughs> let's get into it. Absolute bloody pearler. Absolute pearlers. Okay, so this question i am about to read out <laughs> it made no sense <laughs> hi i have a question for you guys every I... single week we're like and let's go with the questions <laughs> and the question and number here one I go, and here reading I... it out and i i'm going to read now right now <laughs> hi i have a question for you guys i've loved listening to your perspective on toxic relationships how have you gone opening up to a new partner whilst carrying heaps of baggage i broke up with my toxic ex in january after two years and it was a mega messy breakup. Our relationship was full of fighting and I was a shell of a human. I had no say and everything was my fault. I ended up meeting an absolute dreamboat in May and we've been dating ever since. I find I'm constantly on the edge waiting for a fight. When we have nice date days, I find myself getting anxious and jealous over his exes and it makes me grumpy at him. He's an angel and I've fallen head over heels. I know it was soon to go into a new relationship, so I'm just wondering how you guys, in brackets, Jackie with your fresh rello, managed to move on from the baggage. This is a good question. I know we say this every fucking time. No, but this is a good question because it really is. I feel like it's quite relevant. I mean, we're both in different situations, obviously, in our dating life, considering I've been single for like fucking five years Mm. and you've got a boyfriend now. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess it's it's relevant to us both in different ways and I guess it's personally something that I struggle with mm-hmm. um, and not only just like, you know, from my last relationship but in general, you know, like with all, you know, past family yeah. traumas, mm-hmm. I find it hard to trust open people. Open up to new people. Yeah, to open up to new people and trust people from the get-go. Mm-hmm. So it's definitely interesting. It is. And like when – I broke up with my ex that was the toxic relationship and, you know, I would date new people or I would start seeing new people or I'd start opening up to new people. I'm the type of person where, like, I am just a trusting person, like, sometimes by fault. Like, I find myself, like, I want to see the best in people. If I like someone, I think they like me the exact same way back or, you know, I give an inch and they take a mile type of vibe. Like, that's always been me. So I have definitely felt that and, like, you know, when you start putting yourself out there and you're seeing new people, like you just, just because of like your past traumas and your past things that trigger you, like stuff just triggers you. Do you know what I mean? Like you'll be seeing someone and like they might look at their phone or something and you might be like, 
who are you texting? And yeah. it'll just be like that instinct where you're yeah. just like, and they just could just be doing something like totally, you know, fine. But it's your initial thing because of your past things that have triggered you to just feel like that. So I totally feel what you're saying. And, you know, when I first started seeing Nathan, like I was like that too. Like I remember I even said to him, I was like, oh, like, um, you're probably going to ghost me soon or something like that. Like I made a remark like that. And he was just like, why would I ghost you? And I was like, because literally everyone else has. <laughs> you're like, this is just what happens. We've got a few dates, you disappear. Yeah, this is just what happens. And, like, you have those things where you're just, like, it's almost like a um, your body does this thing where it's, like, tries to hurt itself, protect itself from getting hurt. Yeah, so it's it a defense preempts mechanism. things that will happen. 100%. So it's like, you know, Jackie, like, he's going to go home now and, like, don't expect a message. And you'll be like, yeah, yeah. So it won't hurt as much. It's, and it's 100%. And, like, for instance, I was talking to this been talking to this guy and nothing serious whatsoever but like i don't know i'm just very much like you know if you want to catch up with someone you want to see someone you make it work you make it work and like i was like oh we should go for a walk because we can now mm-hmm. you know we'll meet somewhere in our 5ks and go for a walk and he was like yep and then he was like oh you might be out of the 5ks and i'm like yeah but we can meet halfway yeah and he's like oh yeah Got some like uni stuff, and I'm like, okay, uh, fuck off. Go, don't stop. Fu- and then, but then, stop fucking sending me messages. To you, then. What, don't talk to me for no reason. I don't understand. Fuck spiders. It's like we're not here to just like have a little chat. No, I don't. I have the friends I need. I don't I need have, more friends. I have enough friends. I actually, you know, I'm. I don't go out looking for new friends. Except for when all any. of us hang out on yeah. down. You know, then I always we'll be say that. A lot more friends. Yeah. I don't go out looking for friends. They come naturally. They come naturally. Yeah. But, like, I'm not on dating apps, apps and, yeah, and to make friends. Mm-hmm. That's not what you go on these apps for. I know. And it's just like, and you know, and that's my defense mechanism. I'm like, okay, that you've just given me the answer that I need and I'm yeah. not going to talk to you anymore. I know. And, yeah, that's the thing. It's like, oh, it's so hard because I – just remember you know when me and Nathan started dating like there was so many things where I was just like oh like this is just too good to be true like something's gonna happen like he's gonna you know I'm gonna hear some story like he's gonna be messaging some other girl or um he's not gonna want to hang out next time I text him and it makes you do those things where you're sort of like you know you go to text someone and you're just like, actually, no, I'm not going to text them. And you do those like sort of toxic traits yourself. You're like, you well, play I'm not the gonna... game back. You play the game back. And yeah. like, it's just like, it's really hard. Like it is hard. Cause it's trauma. Mm-hmm. It's trauma. It's like, <laughs> P you're traumatizing me right now. You are trauma now. Oh, and what she said about like the new guy she's seeing, he's so like pure and he's an angel and stuff. Don't you reckon if you start seeing someone that's like that after you've been in like a toxic situation, like, you're just like, like, there's something, there's something that's going to happen. You're doing this on purpose. There's too good to be true. Yeah. Just wait till I find all the little skeletons. Yeah, I will. And I will. And I'll yeah. dig them right out. And that's also just like such a thing that's within you. So I totally get what you're saying for that as well, because oh, I don't know, like, it's just crazy to think that someone could actually be nice. You, it's like you kind of go into the relationship trying to find out every, everything out. Yeah. And it literally comes down to your past experiences and, like, you know, your distrust. Like, And it's so I sad I have that, that issue. That you have that issue. Everyone has that issue. You mm-hmm. kind of take on your, all your baggage, whether it's from a past relationship or stuff that's happened uh, earlier in life, mm-hmm. and you put it into context. It makes you who you are. And, like, so many times with Nathan, like, I don't know if we've had, like, a fight or something like not a big fight but just like a small argument or whatever and then I'll fully expect to be like 
not spoken to for like a day or something because that would be what I would be used to or like just you know passive aggressive or something and Nathan will just message me and be like oh I hope you're okay or something and I'm like what the fuck like, why aren't you a horrible asshole like, why, yeah being like I, I'll be like I was so mean to you then just be mean to me back and he's like yeah. but I don't want to be mean to you I'm like what do you mean? <laughs> I'm not used to this behavior. I don't, I'm not used to this. You know, and it actually sucks. Like. That things and life makes you this way. It like, does. I wish I didn't have these weird insecurities. Me too, because I honestly, I've been single for, a, you know, what seems like a fucking lifetime now. Mm. And yes, it did take me a long time to be at this place where I'm actually really happy being single. But I actually am quite worried that I'm not going to find anyone. Because I have these insecurities. Yeah. I, as soon as I start talking to someone, I just see the end date straight away. I know. And, you know, it comes down to my last relationship and then, like, you know, what my dad did to my mum and, like, I just don't trust people. Mm. It's really shit. I don't think that anyone is looking for long-term or, like, genuine. And, it, you know, it scares me. It does. I'm like, cool, I've been single for, like, five fucking years, you know, and not that I've been actively looking because I'm not the kind of person that would do that. Yeah. I'm not like, I'm looking for love. But but if it came across. Yeah, I'd, I'd, of course I'd love to meet someone eventually. But mm-hmm. I'm just afraid that it's been too long and that. They'll hurt you. They'll hurt me. There's nothing. What, like that I, in life, if I could say there's nothing I want to ever go through again out of the things I've gone through, like that haven't been that bad. So let's not you know, think that I've gone through a huge trauma, but going through a breakup with someone that's treated you toxic and been really bad for you and stuff like that is just like, I don't ever want to go through it again. And I never want to go through the stage where I am like mentally drained from just finding out all this stuff and living through all this pain. And, you know, cause I never, I honestly didn't think I would meet someone again. That's and I know that's so dramatic because I'm literally 28. It's like, obviously, like I know, but it, but it I, puts that in I just, your head. I just didn't think that, like, I would, like, I don't know. Like, I didn't think I'd ever let my guard down again because you really put your guard up when you go through something toxic. Like, I had my guard up for like literally like two years. I think mine's been up for for five years, and I don't know how to let it down. Mm. And I also don't want to let it it's, down. It's going to be the person. right. It has to be the right person. Hundred percent. But yeah, it is. It, it's fucking freaky. So, yeah, to answer your question, I think, you know, you're am- that's so amazing you're dating someone new and that he's an angel and that you love him. So I think the best thing for that situation, if you feel yourself sort of shutting down or putting up these walls, just talk to him and be like, look, the reason why I might be weird about this is because in my past relationship this happened and it really upset me and I'm sure he'll understand. Like if he's like an angel baby boy, like he'll fucking understand. And I also feel like you need to do that so he knows that you're not just, you know, if you're in a shit mood, it's not just you being like yeah, yeah. you just trying to start a fight. Yeah, He needs to know the context of why you might be, mm-hmm. you know, freaking like out. Like what's triggered you or, you know, stuff that he can do to make it not so triggering because someone that loves you would do anything. Like if – if I was dating someone, they're like, you know, I hate every time you like, I don't know, I'm trying to think, drive your car with the windows down. I'd be like, well, I'll never do it again. I'll roll them out. We'll, we'll, or I'll do it when you're not in the car. Yeah. I'll, yeah. We'll make a compromise. I'll do it when you're not there. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, I definitely relate to this question, mm-hmm. even though I don't have a new partner, but I, I know that when I do have a new partner, even my last partner, I took in kind of my 
distrust to people yeah, and from just, my it's, childhood. It's not even like a controllable thing. It's it's no. within you. Like you don't realize you're doing it. And then sometimes the, I'll realize I've done it and I'll be like, oh, fuck. Yeah. That was uncalled for, Jackie. Like you didn't need to get mad about that. But then it's like, well, I that's my instinct. And you can't control it. But you also need to it. try and find someone who, you know. Makes you feel comfortable. Like Nathan, who makes you feel comfortable it. about it yeah. and understands it because, you know, it's not something you can just snap your fingers and get out no. of. Like I think, you know, <clears throat> sometimes in these situations, and, you know, I do think with my last relationship a lot of the time, not a lot of the time, but some of the time, my insecurities caused a lot of our issues yeah. because I was just same I was me. on the defense. I was looking for not looking for a fight, but I was looking for something wrong. Yeah, nine out of ten times I you're was so right. Upset and like anxious, and things just trigger you. And yeah, so you want the answers, and but you need someone who's gonna who's gonna validate it for you, mm-hmm. not validate it, but you know, It'd be like you know, I get what you're feeling, and let's talk about and it. reassure instead you instead of the whole. You're insane. Yeah, you're crazy. You're crazy. Like, because you, like, you know, in my situation, well, yeah, maybe I was crazy and psycho. Yeah, but they but, make you that way. But you were doing what I thought you were doing. So, and and role reverse, would you be normal? Would 100%. you be sane? Like, no, you wouldn't. I just think in your situation, I would definitely have a chat with your partner. If he's, he sounds like a really nice guy, and I'm sure he'll be understanding. Yes. And, you know, Everyone has past traumas and things that they deal with and, you know. And then maybe it might make him be like, look, this thing that my ex did, I really just, it really just triggered me too. And then you might have like a nice open convo about that and it might be just really helpful. And if not, at least he'll, like, it'll explain why you, like, you know, if you're insecure Mm. and like, you know, you've acted out or you're like shitty or moody, he'll Mm -hmm. understand why and he's not going to be like, Oh, she's just in a shit mood. Yeah. You know, that kind or of thing. She's situation. just starting a fight for no reason. Yeah. It's like there's a real reason, you know. Like, you know, it's the same sort of thing if, you know, if you went, say you were going on a holiday with your boyfriend and you were feeling really shitty on the plane and he was just like, why is she in such a shit mood? Like, what have I done? I don't get it. And you didn't speak to him. But then a few days later, you're like, oh, the reason I was in such a bad mood is because, like, I have a really, really intense fear of flying. He'd be like, oh, Makes you should have told me. Yeah. It's the same t- type of thing. Like, maybe, like, you know, him. Being on his phone while you're at the dinner table or something like that might trigger you because your ex used to do that and it was because he was messaging the girl he was fucking. Like, pause is going to fucking trigger you. But it's the same thing. It's like you have to tell someone. Like, you know, you going on your phone, like, makes me think about when my ex did this. So, you know, someone that loves you and cares for you is going to listen to that and take it on board and not do it because why the fuck would you ever upset someone that you love? Well, exactly. And I think another thing to take into context and think about is that no relationship is ever going to be 100% perfect. And it shouldn't be. No, and it shouldn't be because that's not natural. People are always going to get jealous. People are always going to have, you know, some baggage that they come in with. Mm-hmm. Especially as we get older. As, as we well, get older, like, everyone goes through No one's through got stuff. a clean fucking slate. No. I think the key to a good relationship is communication and, you know, you need to accept other people's baggage that they may have. If you, and have if complete you love respect them, for the person yeah. that you love. Because, you know, not everyone can help what's happened in their past and mm-hmm. you most fucking certainly can't change it. So, yeah. like, as much as we'd love to, just you have to accept everyone. Mm-hmm. You know, not everything everyone does is normal, but um, <laughs> you have to, you know, accept your partners and... Take the good with the bad. Take the good with the bad and communicate. Mm-hmm. 
Like, yeah. there's no point you not talking to him about this because it's just going to eat you up alive. 100%. You may as well have a chat with him and let him know. And, and... I guarantee you he'll be so happy that you yeah. came to him. Like, he'll really be like, I'm so glad that you trust me and love me enough to speak to me about these things. I feel like it's progression. It is. It's good. Like, the, when you speak to the person that you love or, you know, your friends or your family or whatever about past things that trigger you, like, no one is ever going to turn around and be like, lol, you're an idiot. Like, there's just no way. People that love you and care for you will love and care for everything that you say. Like, they yeah. they will be there for you. And if they aren't, fuck off. See ya fucking never. See ya. All right, next question. So I broke up with my ex in April and my mental health got really bad in June. He was there to pick up the pieces. We've been sort of involved ever since but we've established that neither of us are ready for a relationship and that we're cool just hanging out, taking each day as it comes. However, we haven't been having sex and I know it's for a fact because I'm not sexually attracted to him anymore. It was part of the reason, among other things, that I broke up with him in the first place. He's a great guy and I feel like we are great together um, emotionally, but I need someone who satisfies me sexually too. I haven't tried, oh, sorry. I have tried breaking things off again, but he just doesn't seem to realize that that's what I'm trying to do. And we're still on the same page of we'll see how it goes. Communication has never been an issue for us, but now I feel like it's, he's only choosing to listen to what he wants to hear. How do I break things off as nicely as possible without shattering his self-esteem? Girl, this hurts my soul. Oh, I think you've opened up a can of worms, to be honest. This honestly hurts my soul because like, okay, This is, we always say this, put yourself in his shoes. Imagine him breaking up with you, you obviously still being in love with him, which it seems like he's still in love with you. Him saying a couple of months later, my mental health is really bad. I really need you right now. Him being there for you, you hoping it'll get back together. Meanwhile, you're just getting over it, but with him there. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like she's getting over him and he's there. Yeah. It's, it's, like I feel oh. like you're, I feel like you were I, always I over him. Yeah. But like, and it's very, it, I get it. It's very hard when you mm-hmm. break up with someone. He's obviously want, a comfort yeah. to you. Is it, it's what but you know. As you said, you broke up because well, like, there was no sexual no attraction. Sexual attraction. Mm-hmm. So you're going back into it, and obviously, you're for you. It's not like not as serious. It's not serious. It's not like you want to sleep with them and stuff. It's just like you like having them because. You know, when you've dated someone, they become your best friend. Like, of course you want them there every day. And if the sexual attraction goes, it doesn't necessarily mean, like, the friendship aspect goes. But you're having him in the in the sense that you want him and he is doing everything he can to potentially get back everything he wants from you, meanwhile you knowing that that will never happen. So yeah. that just breaks my heart. Like, I'm so sorry, but it breaks my fucking heart because, like, he wants you back and he's and he is being a good guy and he really really fucking cares for you because your mental health has been bad and i'm so sorry that's been bad but oh my god it like this breaks my fucking heart it's a hard one because you know in this in this kind of a situation and you know yeah it is horrible to hear that your mental health is bad but i don't know i feel like you shouldn't lean on him use your ex i'm sorry like i don't know like i'm not trying to come across as mean but if you broke up with him and then your mental health got bad, 
you honestly need to turn to your friends and family and not someone that you've been romantically involved in because especially someone that still loves you because it's just going to toy with his emotions. And you know what? And in the nicest way possible, it's going to toy with his emotions, which I feel like I've seen this happen so many times and I've I've been involved in a very similar situation. I feel like if anything, it's going to make him angry at you and like not He'll... despise you but like there's going to be spite there because it's just like you fucked me over like you know that's how he's going to see it mm-hmm. and then you've done it again yeah it's going to be like you broke my heart by breaking up with me and then you know gave me this false hope and then you know I gave you the space and time you needed I wasn't pressuring you I wasn't trying to be romantically involved again I was just trying to be there for you as a friend And it's because he loves you, obviously. Like, no one's doing this because they just want to be friends with their ex straight away. Like, it just doesn't happen. Like, it's it's just not a thing. Like, you can't be friends with your ex straight away. It's just not a thing. Anyone that tries to tell me, not a thing. There's one party that's uneven. It's just there's – it's uneven. There's always always someone There's always going to be one person who likes the other one more. If not, it's like, did you ever really love each other? Yeah. That's just how I see it. Yeah. It just is, though. Like, it's un- unfair. So, to me, he's in love with you madly, deeply, and truly. And I don't know what you should do. This, like, it's so hard because, like, I think you need to just sit down with him and have a chat. And I mean, you need like, to fess up and, and just say, I love you as a person. As a person. And thank you so much for helping me through this struggle in my life. But I, I just don't, don't think I see it going anywhere. I yeah. just don't, like... And honestly, and don't say anything like I don't see it going anywhere right now. No, because, because it'll give him false hope again. Oh God, because the amount of times that's happened to me. Me too. Let's not, because people like me, people like Mitch, and I'm sure people like everyone any, else. Anyone else? It gives not you now. that tiny bit of yeah. hope. And when you're in that relationship where you love someone so much, you do anything for them, you hold on to that like it's literally a little string from a fucking tooth. Teeth thing, what they call <laughs> um, dental floss. dental floss, and you're holding onto it over the Westgate. Like yeah. you will hold onto it for dear life. You're like, there's that glimmer of, and going, but you'll hold, hold onto it. it. You'll hold onto it forever until it is shown to you that it's not gonna otherwise. Because mm-hmm. I did the same. Mm-hmm. I was not right now, but who knows in the future? Three years later, I'm same. still sitting around waiting. And I used for this. to be that idiot saying to my friends. Who knows? Oh, like, you know, we're not together right now. Like, I know you fucked that girl last week, but, like, we're endgame. And everyone would be like, Jackie, shut the fuck up. <laughs> You've lost the plot. Shut the fuck up. He hates you. I'm like, okay. But I love him. Okay, but we have that tiny bit of hope. <laughs> this no. tiny hope that he told me about. Uh, you don't. You don't. Like, so, anyway, I just I feel you like just need to be, you need to have a conversation. When it comes to emotions and relationships and all this kind of shit, mm-hmm. everything needs to be said clearly precisely, promptly. Mm-hmm. It does. And accurately. Yeah. You just if you don't to... want to be with him anymore, don't say in future. Yeah, yeah. Just say we are done and that is it. Yeah, and like obviously you can go about it in a nice way. Be like, yeah. I love you so much. I respect you so much. I love the relationship that we had. But unfortunately, I just don't see a future for us. And, and you know, make it clear to him that, you know, I'd love to be friends with you in the future. Obviously, don't try to be friends with him right away because he'll always think there could be something else. And, you know, as me and Mitch have said time and time again, you have to block these people. 
I'm just sorry, but you just have to yeah, because it's only the, where they're going to get over you. You can't do the constant talking. You can't be like, we'll talk every week. Catching up as friends. No, 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 There's no, always no, sexual no. tension, even if it's just on one end. There's always someone who wants more. There's always someone that's getting that false glimmer of hope that, oh, she smiled at me today or he smiled at me today. Like he, he like hugged me extra hard today. He definitely wants to marry me. No, bitch. He doesn't. And it's hard because it's so hard. you kind of see what you want to see. And obviously, you know, you're just trying to be nice as – Yeah, you're just – and you're not, it's nothing you're not wrong gonna, with you. Yeah. Like you're just trying to be – I've done it too before so many times. And that's the thing. Like I feel like if you already aren't sexually into him, it's probably not going to come back. Like No, I feel me, like if anything if gets I'm worse. Not, if I'm not sexually into someone, isn't just going to randomly pop back up one day and be like, wait a minute, no, I do want to – get back together no like, i feel like if anything for me it gets for worse. me like once a relationship is over like it's sort of over like i don't know like i don't know i, just, I don't know maybe 10 years down the maybe track. you can never say never but don't say that to him yeah don't say don't mm. say that to him i don't know i just feel like once it's kind of gone you know and i think a reason why i would never get back with you know a lot of people that i've seen in the past is because it ended for a reason <laughs> I feel like it's just a fast track for the, the, that exact situation to happen again. I know. People get bored so easily these days with all mm-hmm. everything that's available. Mm-hmm. That's also why I'm kind of like, I don't want to date anyone because. It's too scary. I'm replaceable. It's That's the scariest thing about the whole thing. I always think about that. You'll fucking like replace so me before the relationship has even begun to come to an end. I know. And, like, I know you've said here, like, he's a great guy and he's really good for me emotionally. That is no reason to stay with someone because that is not sustainable long term. No. Like, you've got your friends. So, yeah. girl, I hope we weren't too harsh. It's just, like, I think that just personally triggered me because I've gone through a situation where, you know, I've been led on and um, I'm sure I've done it to people too. Look, we're all guilty. I think we're all guilty of it. We're all guilty. Because, you know, going through a breakup is hard. And, you know, the only person you want when you're going through a breakup, your partner, your ex. Because they're the only person that can make it better, even if they're someone that you don't really want to sleep with anymore. Like, I totally get that. It Sometimes discomfort. Mm-hmm. All right, so our last question of the day is how to give a good blowjob. Mitch will be probably better than this than I am. This is... I don't know. I feel like some people are just born good at it. Mm. Some people are fucking horrible. There's just so many factors that go into a blowjob. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's not just a blowjob. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, it's it's all about everything you do. Like, for example, I have a fucking intense gag reflex. Like, if something goes down my throat, I will gag. So, I have to make up for it in other ways. So, maybe I can't deep throat that dick, but... <laughs> I'll get that dick sloppy and wet and I'll <laughs> do the do the do Chinese the burn. <laughs> yeah. So it's like you have to and like do the little fondling, like you oh, have to, bum hole. The, you have to do you know what I mean? Like there's a d- bunch of things you can do. Like it's not just like a set menu of like no. put that dick down your throat. You gotta, and you gotta keep it fresh and new. You do. And you know, one thing I'll say is be conscious of your teeth. Some mm-hmm. people just have no idea. You have to get them some out people, of the fucking some way. Some people are like, hmm. Dis- dislocate that jaw if you need to. Like, you need to get them out of the way. There's nothing worse than like, because sometimes I felt my teeth, and you go, oh my god, I'm so sorry. Some you, people have no idea. Move them out. You have to literally open your mouth as wide as it will open, like, and put put your lips like over your teeth. You need to like, yeah. Put your lips down so that you that it hits your lips before it hits your teeth. You know when you like say if you got to, you know this noise. 
Yeah. How you put your lips kind of out and like almost pursed. Mm. You need to do that. You can't just go in like you're out no. to fucking bite the knob off. When you're licking a lollipop or an ice cream, you're not touching it with your teeth because it will literally give you a brain freeze. Slash, <laughs> those fucking fillings will hurt. <laughs> like you can't, you can't be touching the paddle pop with your or get some cyclones and practice on them. Yeah, you, that's like you need to just shape. focus on like the oh. insides of your lips. Lips, lips. On the, the lips, and like the more. I feel like the wetter you can get the dick, the better you'll be because it won't get caught. Yeah, and you just, and also it's just less work for you. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm the same as you, but the thing is, so deep throating not my skill because I've got a horrible gag reflex. <laughs> but if I'm really into someone, mm. I can go deeper. If I'm really drunk, I can go deeper. If I'm not as into them, oh, okay. I'm literally like I'll they're like try that cock. There's nothing worse when someone like tries to shove your head down and you're like. Do not fucking try and choke oh me out. Oh, my God. Sorry. Let's just pause right now. For the men that are listening, if someone is going down on you, under no circumstance can you ever touch the top of their head and push them down onto your dick. It is so fucking offensive. It pisses me off so much. It pisses me off because I'm like, hang if on, you, I'm going to do what I want to do. Don't exactly. just shove your fucking cock down my throat. When you're going down on me, I'm not grabbing your head and shoving it onto <laughs> my clit. I'm trying to let you figure it out on your own. And yeah, you're fucking slow at it. But I would never <laughs> point you in the right direction. Just get there on your own. But that is so I just, I, gross. I hate toxic, that move. That is toxic, toxic masculinity. masculinity. It is. But it's like no one, it, you see it in like porn. Do you remember how I used they, to tell, tell you who used yeah, to do that yeah, to me? Yeah, and I'm not surprised. Mm. But it's like you see in porn where they like grab the back of the head and just like Jam. fuck your skull. It's like a little I'm not here to be skull fucked. I'm not a fucking toy. I'm not a toy. I, always, I have a gag reflex. And if you want me to vomit all over you. Go for it. But I hate vomiting. So, I'll probably, so don't. I'll just, <laughs> but it, yeah, I don't no. know. I think you need to, and also mix it up, you know, play with the balls. Yeah. It's not all about just like, I think a lot of people think that like giving a blowjob is legit like up and down on the dick. It's like you can, you can have a breather. Like you can come off it, give it a little hand job, do the little twinkly dingly you, on the ball. If you're game enough, go for the Put bum Put a finger hole. up the bum. Trust I don't know. me. They will like it. Even if they are scared, they will fucking If you're like trying it. to get it over quickly, finger up the bum. It'll do- Male prostate, it is great. It. I, like, that, honestly, I've it- dated so many guys that are literally so, so not into that. And that's fine. Like, you don't have to be into it at all. But, like, if they were into it, they would know that it is good. Because the ones that I have been into that have liked it, ooh, they like it. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's becoming more and more common. It is. I keep hearing about, like, girlfriends of mine who, like, have started, like, pegging, which, if you don't know, is, like, where you strap on a dildo. And oh, my God, they've been doing that. For, to their partners, yeah. Oh, my God, yeah. Nathan, hope you're listening. <laughs> Next time I see ya. Jackie wants to peg you. No, but, like, mix it up. Get the hands involved. You don't have to, like, lay there with your hands behind no, your back. And, no, no, yeah. 69 is fun. involved, yeah. 69 is good. Also, do the thing where, you know, if you're going down on a guy as a girl, I'm, I don't know if this works as a guy, but it really works if you look up at them. Yeah, because like, they're like, Ooh. they're like, oh, it like for my sake, I also love my nipples touched. Same, I love people touch. Some people hate it. Like if you ask me, yeah, to, I need you to touch your nipples. Oh, fucking ask me, not again. <laughs> Hearing all of it, 
like no sauce, no nipples, <laughs> no nipples on the sauce. Our actual biggest fight her and I have ever had is we we're at Tegan's 18th, and I was like, lick my nipple, and she was, and I got my nipple out, and she was like, no, and I was like, Why? lick my nipple. I was like, come on, my friends, you can lick my nipple. And she was like, no. And we had this huge fight, biggest Why? fight you've ever had. Because she, she wouldn't lick she it. She wouldn't lick it. What was wrong with it? Nothing. <laughs> I, I hope nothing. She just didn't like it. She just oh didn't my like God. my nipple. I love a good nipple lick. It actually just gets. It turns like, me on. turns me on. It gets me like closer. And mm. then, you know, finger in the bum is like send you right a highway to. Highway to hell, but heaven. <laughs> highway to orgasm <laughs> um yeah i think that's the thing and be the sloppy with, with everything just be wet and sloppy sloppy it's not about like you know i think when i was younger a lot of people used to tell me like it's all about like how tight your mouth is on the dick no. you want it to feel like a vagina it's like well no like it's 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 everything combined it's like you know the wetness the warmth the actual the hands like you can never give a blowjob without a hand no, like, I don't think, like, what's, what's the point? Big, it's like, oh, nothing. Like, obviously, you don't have to do it the whole time. No, but, like, but a little bit it, here and there. Incorporate it, kind of do the, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know, like, you're kind of going up and down yeah. like, both at once. And it's Jackie likes it's good the to turbo the Chinese burn. <laughs> Be careful. You and might. then the, the balls, the one with the balls and the one with the finger. In the bum. And, you know, <laughs> suck on the balls, lick the balls, because yes. that also feels great. I'll tell you what's good at the start. Um, P. You can fuck off. Sorry. Pickles is angry about the balls chat. Because um, he's haven't dropped yet. <laughs> so at the start, if you're trying to, like, tease them, lick around the, the, the top and then go down the shaft and then put the balls in your mouth and then they'll literally be like, oh. Let them teabag you. Yes. <laughs> Only, but you know what? I say all of this, but I'm very particular. So I don't know. There's certain things I do with people I, like, have known because oh, I know I they're would, clean. Like, yeah. I'm not going to go sticking my finger up anyone's ass. Okay, no. I wouldn't be sticking my finger up anyone's ass. I wouldn't be sticking anyone's balls in my mouth on the first day because I don't <laughs> know how they clean themselves. Yeah. You need to make sure some, they're, like... Some men, their balls are nasty. Like, some people's dicks are nasty. Dick. Festival dick. Like, you pull back the foreskin and... Oh! <laughs> Cheese factory. <laughs> I'm not talking the nice cheesecake. I'm talking the We're not talking the Drake kind. We're talking the cottage cheese. Oh, oh, oh. Some people, yeah, I'm very <laughs> particular and that kind of shit will make me literally hurl. Oh, it's like you would never go to hook up with someone without showering. Like I would never go to hook up with someone without showering. No Why way. are you turning up off the trade site with little dirt in your dick? I don't want to lick that out. Stop. <laughs> People are fucked. People are fucked. Um, so, yeah, I hope this helped you guys. <laughs> Basically, just... The wetter it is, the better it is, I reckon. I agree. It's like the wetter it is, the better it is. Mm. Yeah. The you, wetter, the better. There's less, and just be conscious of your teeth. Mm-hmm. And, guys, don't go trying to ram your dick down someone's no, throat. It is no. not... It's not porn. Porn not is not real a vibe. life. It's and not. also, it's actually quite abusive. It's really I find degrading. It's, quite degrading, it's yeah. so degrading. I there's nothing worse than someone grabbing your head and sticking, like nah. shoving it down on your cock. Whenever anyone has tried to do any I of that aggressive stuff, off, I'm like, off. that's nah. it's off because we're it's, not, I'm not a fucking. I'm sex not. Pee. We're doing out of the toilet. <laughs> We've obviously been recording for too long. This is going to be a long throw up. But anyway, I hope you guys enjoyed the blowjob tips. If you need any other tips, we will give them to you. Um, 
maybe we'll do sex tips next week. But love you guys so much. You Thank guys. you so much for listening. And if you guys have actually one tip for you all that I've experienced, someone did it to me it was great, warm Ooh. water in your mouth <gasps> or cold water. It's like a sensation thing. I was going to say if someone goes down on you with an ice cube in their mouth, well, yeah, similar. Yeah, similar. So, like, warm water, cold water. It's like a sensation kind of vibe. Yeah. Um. Don't like. Don't be afraid to be experimental. I feel like. Don't be afraid to get freaky on the dick. I know. I feel like my mum's gonna listen to this and be like, "Oh, you're such a hoe." And I'm gonna be like, "Mum, explore free your mind. Ex- free your mind." But it's like you gotta explore your sexuality. You know, if. You're with someone and stuff. No one's gonna ever be like, "Oh my god, that girl was so, or that guy was so fucked because they like got really sloppy on my cock last night and like came in their mouth." No <laughs> way. They'll be like, "They gave me the best head I've ever had in my exactly. life." Exactly. And life is about enjoying everything, including sex. So make it mm-hmm. good. Do and don't be what ashamed like. to try stuff. Like if no. if you feel like getting freaky and sticking a, a finger up a bum, then stick a finger up the bum. Stick a carrot up a bum for a week, yeah. Stick a, a dildo up the bum. Just be careful, no glass objects, because as you've seen online, it never goes well. Yeah. So, um, yeah, hope you guys enjoyed, and we love you all so much, and thank you so much for listening, and we love you all. Love you guys, and please, if you have tips, send us, because, you know, we're always yes. open to new I love new, yeah, if you have new anything, ideas. like, I would love to do, like, an open thing of, like, what got you off, like, what was the tipping point, like, something to add little, a little bit of, you know, a sprinkle on the top, like, for example, like, a finger up the bum that gets you going, or, like, a tweak of the nipples that gets you off, you know what I mean, like, because people have different things. Hair pulling. Hair pull. Choking. Bite of the neck. Bite of the leg. Licking the ear. Oh, oh. My friend used to shove his tongue in my ear hole and I'm like, I don't <laughs> clean my ears. So like, hey! I'm sorry. It's in the fucking toilet again. <laughs> don't you dare come over and lick me, boy. <laughs> All right. Bye, Let guys. Know. Love you guys.